Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My next guest, they're on the phone right here. I, I feel it's a timely show. We're in the middle of summer. When box offices are exploding, that's when they really make summer and Christmas. And then they have Martin Luther King weekend. Now the spring and March is starting to become a money-making period, too. But the summer has always been, you know, the beast of the box office. My next guests are in the movie theater business. They're the co-founders of Next Act Cinema Movie Theater in the Pikesville. I think there's near Baltimore, Maryland area. Uh, Next Act Cinema Theaters, uh, 100% stadium seating, which I love, which is luxurious, laid back, big old seats, you know, leather recliners. I remember the first time I went to a movie, hit the leather recliner, I saw the movie Frozen. Boy, that was that was relaxing for me. And full service food, which I love to eat. I love, I'm going to ask them, do they have desserts? Because, you know, got to have my dessert when I'm in the movie theater. Little Sunday or something like that. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the co-founders of Next Act Cinema, Anthony Fikes and Robert Wright. Hey, thanks so much for having us. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let's just, before we even get into the, the, the whole next act, let's talk about that menu at your movie theater. What are you serving? <laughs> what are you serving at the movie theater? And uh, before we go, where exactly are you located? It's outside the Baltimore, Maryland area, correct, Pikes? Yeah, that's, okay. that, that's, that's correct. We're actually in Baltimore County, um, yes, right in Pikesville. Okay, great. So, um, Pretty much right in the middle between Baltimore City and and Baltimore County, where was located. Absolutely. Now let's talk about that menu because you know you brag about it, and I when I go to movie theaters, that, that changed my whole concept. When you get a, or push that little button and get some food, so let's talk about that menu and what was the concept of putting that particular menu to your theater? Yeah. So so Maryland is known for a couple of different um, um, select um, cuisines, right? And one of the things that Maryland is known for is crabs. There you go. And so we 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 had to have crabs, um, either <laughs> crab sandwiches, some variations of crabs on that menu. So we have a crab platter. Mm-hmm. We have a, um, a, a seafood, um, a Baltimore club that's kind of a mix of like crab meat, shrimp, and everything you know that goes in between. Mm. Um, and, and that one, that, those those menus are inspired really by the the restaurant that we kind of partner with as well. And right. so, 
Um, crab is a staple, and we know you're the pie guy. So mm. any inspiration that you have to help us out on the dessert side, uh, definitely give us the feedback. <laughs> well, I'm going to come on down there, man, and visit your place because, like I said, I'm always going up because I go to D.C. every week. And I got offices up in uh, 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 talent, excuse me, talent uh, that are representing the New York area. So definitely, we're going to connect after this call. So I like to experience people and share some of the, some of my advice when I go to their to their businesses. To, you know, that, that, that I feel that can be relatable and make you even more successful. Now we're talking about the movie theater. Now the box office receipts came out this weekend. They're saying that the box office is six percent down from last year, which is always these numbers are way incredible out there. So how does the box office, the week-to-week box office, how do you plan for the movies that come to your theater? And before I say that, tell us what's in your theater right now this weekend. What box, What movies are playing in your theater this weekend? So, Rashawn, currently we have um, Hobbs and Shaw, um, and we also have Brian Banks. Okay, cool. Now, what, what made the selection of those movies? So I think, you know, when we're making those decisions, we're looking to see what movies are coming out, and we're also taking into consideration our audience, right? right? Um, so, for example, you know, Lion King. Um, Tony and I, we had a conversation, like, Rob, Rob and Tony, do, you, do we get Lion King? Because it's, it's, it's really a, a kid's movie. But Tony said, you know, Rob, I think everybody kind of wants to see Lion King. Yes. And he was absolutely right, because, like, one of our policies is, after 7 p.m., there's no one under the age of 21, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're really trying to cater to that date night, adults type of atmosphere and, and things of that nature. Um, but that's pretty much like how we're making those decisions around which movies um, we're, we're going to select. Now, here's the, uh, I'm going down to the domestic box office so far this year. The number one movie, of course, is Avengers Endgame. Beast, yep. almost a billion dollars in sale. The second one, domestically, the Lion King, almost five hundred, you know, million dollars in box office. See, that's in the, that's in the United States. Then you had Captain Marvel's number three, Toy Story number four. Then you had Spider Man number five, and Aladdin is number six. These are all Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so I think in, in early when we kind of explored, you know, what movies we were going to get, we also, um, you have to be willing to be extremely disciplined right. um, on which, which mm-hmm. movies, and, and that's just in business in general, right? right. You know, mm-hmm. you can experiment, but you have to be highly disciplined. Mm-hmm. And so for us, you know, we wanted to make sure that I think to Robert's point, um, we needed to cater to our audience. Right. And that's kind of how we select these movies. I mean, you have... These, um, these domestic box office uh, ticket sales that are doing well, right. I think, especially in the early part of the year, especially mm-hmm. like, well, for example, with us coming out, us did extremely well at our theater. Yes. Um, we also did, you know, obviously the Avengers and Lion King. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there's other movies as well that, that perform well. Um, mm-hmm. For example, Shaft did extremely well with us um, and resonated um, with our audience. So, so we're pretty disciplined when we, you know, every week when we try to select some of these movies, Sometimes, you know, you don't necessarily get it right, especially because, you know, we're, we're still kind of new in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we learn, we learn each and every month kind of how we select our, our, our choices. We, we try to look at, you know, what's going to you know, trend well with our audience in addition to what we think will perform well, depending upon, you know, which actors and actresses are in certain movies. So it's a couple of different um, metrics that we look at when we consider what we're going to launch. It really is because uh, I, I'm from been 15 years in Los Angeles, so a good friend of mine, Magic Johnson, when he launched the Magic Johnson Theaters, you know, in right. Baldwin Theater, he'll, the same thing, you know, his his menu was a little bit different, catered to that audience. The 
the movies that he came were more catered to that audience appeal. And it, but one thing he always sold, what you sell, you know, quality of service, cleanliness. That's right. Because, you know, we, we got to be real. A lot of things, when you launch into an African-American audience, sometimes the facilities aren't up to the standards of the general market. And it really is disappointing mm-hmm. when a person like me would come in and go, wow, why the bathrooms aren't right? And you sell the fact that our menu's outstanding, our facility, our lux, you know, nice chairs, stadium seating. You're selling your brand to say, hey, we're on That's par right. with the general market theaters that you go out to. Come to us because you, you will get the same level of entertainment expectations on the big screen, as well as the comfort, as well as the food. That's a really big selling point for you guys. That you, And that's why I brought you on the show, to talk about the business side of selling your brand in this very competitive movie theater market. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think to your point, too, you know, it was extremely important for Rob and I when we launched this to remember that with any organization, you personally have to be held accountable for the decisions that you make, right. as well as for your people, right? So, you know, any good leader or manager, obviously, you know, um, encourages accountability. And the things that we do, you know, when we're even when we're, you know, here um, and we talk to our staff, we make sure that we are part of the team, right? So it's not that you know, we try to lead from, you know, necessarily, you know, behind, behind the podium, right? We lead from the side, and we encourage them to constantly make sure that we're catering to our guests. Always. And that's from as soon as they walk in the door, they get greeted. Right. As soon as they get ready to go into the theater, they get the, do- the door held open for them. Hold that thought right there, because we're going to come back yeah, on the next break and continue this conversation with my man Anthony Fikes and Robert Wright, co-founders of Next Act Cinema, uh, right up there outside, of, right in Baltimore, Maryland. Let's talk about it. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm interviewing uh, the co-founders of Next Act Cinema right there in Baltimore, Maryland, Anthony Fikes and Robert Wright. And we're talking about, the, they were talk, before we ended that last break, they were talking about the experience, the important part of being there to cater to your customer, making it feel like it's a special moment. And you were saying that opening the doors for your customers when they arrive is a very part of the experience when they come to Next Act Cinema, correct? That's right. That's right. That, that, that experience for our guests, it's extremely important, and I think, you know, you know, Robert and I, you know, when we first launched it, that was important for us to kind of lead that and, and kind of create that kind of culture where every one of our um, employees, um, you know, feel, feel that same kind of way about making sure that they are, they are at the forefront of keeping our guests happy. We know it's really, that's why I was, you know, I got two guests from the movie, uh, Brian Banks movie that's on the, that I'm that's interviewing right. today. I'm interviewing, I just interviewed Sherry Shepard. And I'm interviewing Aldous Hodge, and I wanted to make sure I had this theme together for you, fellas. You know, coming on my <laughs> show, I'm working with you. And then, guess what? The movies in their theaters this weekend too. So, hey, we know that's what we do. I'm to make conversation, fellas. <laughs> you know, the, you play, play that very well. Uh, absolutely, because of the thing is that you know. The, first of all, thank you for coming on my show. But more importantly, you're you're, you're groundbreakers. Thanks for having us. You're groundbreakers, and because we all know when. Urban movies coming out, they always go out to a limited screens anyway. I think this movie may have been in like 1,400 screens. So you get that movie. How is the process, uh, explain it to my listeners and my viewers, how do you go about selecting movies, and then how does the movie get to your theater? How does that work? So we have a movie buyer that we work with, and um, you bring up a really valid point. Some of these movies that we want to show, like a Brian Banks, right, they are limited. So we really have to sell it to our buyer. So this way they can sell it to these film manufacturers to to ensure that we actually get these movies. Mm -hmm. So Brian Banks was one of them. 
And we talked about, like, for example, how successful we were with the movie Us. So why would we not have a movie like Brian Banks? And mm-hmm. so far, it's, it's not doing too bad. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, are there different fees applied to a, a different, like, you know, like an Avengers or blockbuster movie? Do the fees differ on what are they say? I guess rental fees, I guess, to get these movies into your theaters? Because the, the, my history is that, like, the first weekend, the studio owns the all the box office receipts. And each weekend, the local theater gets to keep more and more of the, bo- of the local box office dollars. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. I mean, that when you get a movie off the break, so that first week that it comes up, comes out, um, those percentages are pretty pretty significant. They're yes. pretty high. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the movie is out for two weeks, those percentages can decrease. So it's very important that the, the popcorn sales, very important the drink sales, very important that menu get gets moved. So when talking to your staff, that you you have to motivate them to understand that, okay, we can be packed. Because a lot of people... I know from a promoter standpoint, when we're talent, uh, uh, people will walk into a, a sold-out concert or talent, and they just see a sold-out concert. They forget that I had to promote it. They forget that I had to pay for the staff. They forget that I had to buy the venue, that car that you rolled in on, that hotel you, that airplane. They, they forget all that. They forget all that. to the choir. You know what I'm saying? They forget all that. doing this for Sean a couple of times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when they see a packed movie theater at, at, at Next Act Cinema, then they go, they making money. They making money. And they forget, no, no, where we're going to make our money is the concession stand. T-shirt sales, all that stuff. That's the brand. So how do you constantly, that's the constant motivational factor to, for them not to become lax, that when you get the big box office movies in there, the, the turnstile move, this is our time to jump it and get the local the sales at the, at the concession stands, correct? It, it, it is. And I think, I think for us, you know, the way we kind of think about that, um, that, that kind of that, that whole offering, um, obviously with the movie as well as kind of yes, the sir. services and products that we sell, mm-hmm. we think about them kind of collectively. And one of the things that, that we, we do on purpose is, is try to be really thoughtful about what, we, what kind of selections of food, you know, concession items that we do have that, again, just want to cater to the audience that we mm-hmm. serve. Mm-hmm. And so we don't necessarily always constantly think that you know, or talk to our, our people about, you know, drive concessions, drive concessions. Right. It's more, you know, let's bring in the options, right, right for our guests so mm-hmm. that when they do come in, they're, they're going to say, oh, you know what, that, that definitely, that signature drink, and when we launched um, the Fast and Furious, we had a signature drink called the Samoan Sunrise right. um, that <laughs> one of our, our, our marketing um, people put together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those type of ideas kind of you know bring in people and, and then that brings them into into the concession so so you know we just make sure that we have enough of a options for our guests so that when they do see it they'll say you know what absolutely i want to i want to have a, a a small popcorn with this morning sunrise right. with some, ch- some chicken tenders so that's kind of how we we think there about you it go. there you go there you go now let's talk about you going into the fall going into the christmas what movies do we can we expect to see uh are projecting to be uh brought to your theater uh, in the fall and also the, 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 that amazing Christmas run that you have to do? What movies are we looking at? So, so we're actually, and, and, and Rock and I also talking on this, we also are now actually thinking about kind of what are the next selections going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's, a, there's also a period of time, right, when a lot of movie theaters, there's not a big blockbuster that's going to right. launch. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be very thoughtful in yes. how do we prepare for those times. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking about different, you know, everything that's happening around Baltimore, for example, right now, one of the things that we're, we're trying to do 
is launch kind of a week or two of like Baltimore-based movies. Absolutely. Or Baltimore-based mm-hmm. actresses and mm-hmm. actors. For example, mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and so, you know, we want to make it, you know, theme it around kind of Baltimore proud, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then in the, in, the, in the latter part of the month, I mean, the one movie that we cannot wait to get is Harriet, for example, because we know that that's going to um, resonate with our audience as well as the message behind it. Right. So and, and Rob can speak a little bit more about, you know, other options that we're, that we're considering. Yeah, so Star Wars is coming out in, um, around the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that's going to be another blockbuster. It's going to probably be added to that list that you kind of went down, John, <laughs> as far as uh, yeah. one of the top movies that's going to be out for this, mm-hmm. um, for this year. You know? And then you, um, you also have a lot of other African-American movies mm-hmm. that are coming out with um, American, um, African-American actors that are going to be, um, be in, and we're definitely targeting those, those movies as well. Well, that's important. Like the Harriet, they're talking about the movie Harriet Tubman that's coming out uh, I definitely will, uh, you know, i tell you what, what we're going to do. We're going to create a relationship because uh, important movies like that, I want to use my national voice. In fact, I'm syndicating this show, and it probably is going to be coming on in Baltimore in the fall to be able to bring you guys on regularly because I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to build your brand, promote your brand, and the way you get there is like through relationships and consider me a relationship. As you know, as I talk, I understand what you're going through, you know. Uh, you, you can't Appreciate bring that. every movie there, you know. Yep. You can't bring Frozen there. It might not get the right. reaction you want. So right. you got a you got an empty theater, <laughs> even though Frozen gonna make it's gonna make a billion dollars, but it might not make a billion dollars at your theater. Exactly. And so you right. have to be smart. You have to be able to, like you said, get the local local. First of all, you have to make their awareness to the local community that you're there. What better way to do that by featuring local successful uh, Baltimore uh, residents? who are now thriving in the movie and television industry. That's smart That's right. because you got to be able to have a base and the base has to know you exist. And so that's what you're doing right now because the thing about it, you, 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 you went to the bank, the bank said no, what they generally do. Cause you know, you put out a business model, they look right. at you and they go, okay, two black That's dudes right. about to open a movie theater. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you get back with us next year? And so, <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's tragic. It's tragic, you know. And, I, and because of the fact that, because of the fact that, there's not enough of us out there to say that this model will work, and I have the expertise to do it. Don't look at my background. Don't look at my color. Look at my plan, and look at the fact that my my, my experience. This is what I do. That's right. And so that's why I'm letting right. you know that when when that. You probably going to talk to me maybe a couple of times on this show. Each time the goal is to promote your brand. Each time is to localize your brand because in the end, you know, people are hearing this show in Los Angeles. They're hearing this show in Chicago. It's important that they hear the show where they can drive to your movie theater, and that's Baltimore. That. <laughs> and uh, that's why I really appreciate what you're doing. And I want to just want to say this one thing about this: the the, the trade off of what you're doing. What would tell anybody who's listening? What separates you from the normal movie theater experience? Um, I think it's one of the things that, that, that you talked about is that customer service base. I mean, that's one of the things that we're always driving home with our employees. And the good thing, Rashawn, is we're seeing it in the reviews. Like, if you read some of the reviews, a lot of them are talking about the level of customer service that we're giving. Yeah, we, we, we serve food. We have reclining seats, um, you know, nice picture quality. But they're also noticing, you know, the effort that we're putting into into customer service. And also, I like the fact you say, Rashawn, after seven o'clock, it's an adult, couple-driven uh, theater because 
the worst thing in the world be sitting over there enjoying the theater and they go, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wh- why are you in here watching us with your four-year-old kid? What's going on here? <laughs> the kid's traumatized. <laughs> but, but the great thing, though, we're about to wrap up the interview. Hey, fellas, you here? This is Rashawn McDonald. You got a home. I'm here to promote you guys. Your brand's fantastic. And know that this journey will not be alone. Rashawn McDonald's on your team now. 